us today. Uh, if we could just stand uh, and uh, uh, we're going to go to the book of Acts. Uh, we're going to read uh, Acts chapter 2, verse 1 to 5. <clears throat> if you got it, say amen. And if you're still looking, say I'm coming. I'm getting there. <laughs> uh, it's good to see Brother McNair. Hallelujah. It's, it's been such a blessing uh, to us in Montreal. We hope he's going to come back again. <laughs> Hallelujah. Acts 2, uh, verse 1 to 5. The Bible says, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And they appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire. And they sat upon each of them, and they were all, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them the utterance. And note verse 5, and they were dwelling at Jerusalem, Jews, devoted men, out of every nation under heaven. Out of every nation and of heaven. All nations were represented on the day of Pentecost. Hallelujah. Shall we pray, Lord Jesus, we thank you, Father, for your grace and your mercy. We thank you for the privilege to stand before your people. Lord, as we come, we understand that your word, Lord Jesus, is spiritual and we are natural. We are human being and we don't understand spiritual things we need your help to understand them now i pray oh god that you anoint me to give your word without fear without hesitation and i pray that oh god we will prepare our heart to receive your word and let it produce fruit in our life and let those fruit leave us lead us into everlasting life in jesus name can we all say in jesus name can we all say in jesus name Hallelujah. Before we sit, can we clap and raise our voice once again and shout unto him. Hallelujah. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy of all the praise, of all the glory. He's worthy of all of this and even more. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Uh, I, I, I don't think I'll be long today, uh, and the main reason is because I'm preaching in English. If I was preaching in French, I'll probably be uh, uh, more uh, uh, vocal, or uh, uh, I'll probably speak longer. But I believe I have uh, uh, the mind of God for the service today. And uh, uh, when uh, Bishop called me to speak on uh, uh, All Nation Sunday, I start. Uh, looking a little bit into what is a nation. And I look into the dictionary, uh, and the dictionary said this, uh, a nation is a group of people, a large group of people living in one area uh, uh, with uh, uh, um, a, a government, 
and they usually have one language and uh, uh, a few traditions that they, they respect. And I found it very interesting that every, almost every dictionary I look for, uh, I, I look into, or every sources I, I read, uh, I, one common trait was coming was the language. And nation, most of the time, we share the same language. And uh, I, I looked through the Bible and to see really when uh, uh, was the nation started. Uh, uh, because when God created man, he created just Adam and Eve. And there was just uh, the two of them. And if uh, everything was properly develop, we will just have one nation because we all come from one uh, uh, set of parents. And uh, if you look through your Bible uh, uh, from uh, uh, Adam and Eve all the way to Noah, uh, it was just one uh, nation, one people. Uh, uh, and some historians say it was even just one language. And some dispute uh, 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 is about what language was spoken. Some say it was Hebrew. I, I really don't have no idea. Uh, I, I am not sure if it was Hebrew or whatever. I believe maybe it was Swahili. Who knows? Uh, uh, just, just saying. But, uh, 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 well, it doesn't really matter what uh, the language that was spoken. But uh, in the time of Noah... Uh, 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 sin abound upon uh, upon the first of the earth, and Noah was ordered to build the ark. They entered the ark, and after the flood, uh, uh, they came out of the the flood after out of out of the ark. In chapter nine, uh, uh, you will see God giving uh, like a. Uh, uh, instruction uh, uh, again to, to, to Noah and his family. It was like uh, a new beginning. Uh, uh, if we read in Genesis 9, uh, I have my Bible in French. I got to switch in English. Uh, and God blessed Noah in Genesis 9. Uh, and, and God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Uh, and that was, uh, it's, it almost was the same commandment that he gave to Adam. Uh, multiply yourself and replenish the earth. And uh, if we read through, uh, we get to verse 7 again. He said, and, and you be ye fruitful and multiply. It was only one family. They were speaking one language. They were just uh, uh, one people. And, uh, and the Bible said the, the Lord asked them specifically to replenish all the earth. But in order to do that, they needed to scatter they needed to, uh, uh, to spread on the first of the earth. But it's very interesting to see that humankind, or I should say fallen humankind, has always a tendency to go against the, the, the order of God. Uh, whatever God will give us as a, a commandment, we have a tendency to do the opposite. And uh, uh, it was uh, not surprising when you uh, read uh, now in, in, in Genesis, uh, <clears throat> in Genesis chapter 11, the Bible says in verse 1, and the whole earth was of one language, uh, one language, because it was just one nation and one speech. And it came to pass as the journey from the east that they found a plain uh, in the land of Shinar. And they dwelt there. And they said one to another, go to let us make brick and burn them uh, thoroughly. And they had brick for stone and slime a day for mortar. And they said, go to let us build us a city and a tower whose 
whose top may reach unto heaven, and let us make us a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the, uh, of the whole earth. Uh, now notice this, the, command of, the commandment of God was for them to be scattered on the face of the earth. But the idea or, or uh, uh, the new idea is let us build a tower so we don't be scattered in direct opposition of what the Lord asked them to do. And they start building the tower. And surely the Bible told us uh, the Lord noticed that. And uh, uh, he said to himself, look now, uh, they just form one uh, nation, one people. They, and they have only one language. And let go down and uh, uh, confound them. And, and the Lord came down in verse 5 to see the city and the tower which the children of men builded. And, and the Lord said, behold, the people is one. And they have all one language. And these they begin to do. And now nothing will, be, will restrain from them which they have imagined to do. Go to, let us go down and there confound their language that they may not understand one another's speech. And God came down and one morning, I don't know what he did, he struck them with some kind of power and they woke up in, and the next morning they couldn't understand each other. Some of them were speaking French, some of them were speaking English, uh, some of them were speaking Swahili, some of them were speaking Arabic. I don't know, uh, 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 you could imagine the confusion that raised in that camp, in that group uh, 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 one morning. It's just like between uh, Quebec and the rest of Canada, you know. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, they say bonjour and they say uh, uh, what do you say and uh, 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 anyway, and it will all confusion and chaos and because of that they scatter abroad you uh, think about it a little bit here in Canada we have only two languages and we still fight over it <laughs> and when you look at the Congo it's 417 different languages no wonder why we have more wars out there than here, you know. Uh, 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 so uh, the Lord uh, uh, scattered them. And, uh, you know, what was from the beginning, the plan of God or the intention of God didn't happen with their cooperation. And here is a warning. The Lord will ask us to do certain things. It's good for us people that we just obey the Lord and walk uh, through his commandment and see what he intended for us come to pass. Because if we don't do it, you know, he is God. And whatever he want to do, he will get it accomplished. But instead of it being a blessing for us, he will become a curse for us. What was supposed to be a blessing for these people if they just obey the word of God and scatter and replenish the earth, they would have kept the language, they would have been still one people, and they would have, have peace, but now it is happening against their will, hallelujah, and it was not anymore a blessing for us, it was a curse for us. Let me tell you this, a nation was born as a curse upon the human being not obeying the will of God. 
And we have to learn as an individual when the Lord speaks to us and just to cooperate and do it and see it happening and bless our life. Because if we resist it, God's going to do it. We're going to see it happening. But it will be a curse to us instead of being a blessing to us. Hallelujah. Somebody just need to get into in line with the plan of God and see the blessing of God, hallelujah, develop in their life. Hallelujah. And now it was chaos and confusion. From Babel, we see uh, many nations rising. Actually, uh, uh, there is a study from, uh, uh, from Genesis 10 where you could trace uh, almost every uh, language, every nation in the 16 grandsons of Noah uh, uh, that you find in, the, in Genesis 10. Uh, uh, now, from that time, uh, 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 God used language to divide. God used language uh, uh, to, to spread the people all over the, the face of the earth. Till the day of Pentecost. Uh, uh, up to uh, all the time, language actually uh, uh, was a curse. It, it, it caused war. It caused strife all over the world. Till the day of Pentecost. And it's not a coincidence on the day of Pentecost when the Lord was ready now to lift up that curse uh, of Babel. He made sure all the nation were in Jerusalem. I, I don't care which nation you come from. Hallelujah. This is for you. You may be coming from uh, uh, Colombia. You may be coming from uh, uh, Burundi or Congo. This is for you. This is the way God removed the curse of Babel. Hallelujah. You don't have to live under that curse any longer. Hallelujah. On the day of Pentecost, they were all, hallelujah, in Jerusalem when God uh, finalize, is finalizing uh, uh, his plan. Uh, from many nations, is ready to make one people again. And guess what he used? The Spirit of God fall on that group of praying people and all of a sudden they all start speaking in another tongues. Hallelujah. Uh, but at the opposite of Babel, everybody was understanding. Let me tell you this. At Pentecost, the Lord undo what he did at Babel. At Pentecost, hallelujah, tongues bring you, uh, uh, unity. That's why you can see today there is no place like the church. You can see people at war, nation at war outside the church. But when we come here together, we are just one people, one nation, one tongue, because we are no longer under the curse of Babel. Hallelujah. I am not uh, from Congo. I am from Jerusalem. Hallelujah. You are not from Canada. You are from Jerusalem. You have a new citizenship. You have a new tongue you have a new language no more language will divide us because we speak the same language as the spirit give us uh, to express ourselves you know when you receive the holy ghost you will speak a new language hallelujah uh, before whenever you speak uh, it it was hard to understand each other but hallelujah after we receive the holy ghost we don't even need to speak uh, i could feel the, the same spirit i could feel uh, the same spirit i feel in montreal i feel in congo i feel wherever i go i could feel the same spirit here you know uh, 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 I am uh, uh, from the country of Congo, and uh, 
you know, uh, for a long time, Congo was at war. I think it's still going on. I even forgot if it's still on or not. For a long time, Congo was at war uh, uh, with uh, Rwanda. And uh, uh, as a pastor uh, in Montreal, a lot of people would come and, uh, from different nations. And I found myself having a little difficulty when uh, somebody from Rwanda will come and uh, I'll preach. They'll be happy about the message. And after the service, we'll go talk and then they'll ask me, where are you coming from? Uh, and so I'll say, uh, when I'll see that question, I'll be like, oh no. Uh, I, I, I am from the Congo. And then you, you could see the cold, the, uh, the chill right there. But you know, God knows everything. He gave me a wife that is uh, 50% from Rwanda. And, and right, right, right away, I'll follow up with this line. I say, but my wife is 50% from Rwanda. <laughs> but till you have the Holy Ghost... Those things will divide us. But once you have the Holy Ghost, my Lord, there is no more division. There is no more, uh, uh, I am from here, I am from, no. We all, hallelujah, one people. It doesn't matter where we're coming from, but what matter is where we're going. And I'm telling you, we are on the way to the new Jerusalem. Hallelujah. But, hallelujah. To get there, let me tell you this. To get there, you need the Holy Ghost. You need to receive this. You need to remove the curse of Babel and receive the, the, the blessing from uh, the blessing of Pentecost. And uh, it still happened today as it's happened then. It's still real today. When you receive the Holy Ghost, you will speak with another tongue. No matter how sophisticated man has become, let me tell you this. When you receive the Holy Ghost, your tongue will go, your lips will tremble, and you will speak in a language that you never spoke before. And this is real, uh, and this is the word of God. Uh, 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 I was in... Uh, 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 in, uh, in a meeting, it was uh, because of the time, I think four years ago, and uh, uh, no, maybe even more, maybe five years ago, I was uh, at because of the time, and uh, the preacher uh, spoke, and after uh, he, he made a call, he said, if you are a preacher and you are uh, under 40, uh, you come up front and we'll pray, you, we'll pray for you and pass the mantle. And I was 43. <laughs> I wanted to go <laughs> because I wanted somebody to pray for me. And uh, I was like, it doesn't matter really, 43, 40 is the same. I, I just want to go. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, uh, friend, you have to obey the, the word of God. And uh, the preacher said 40. I was ready to go, uh, Bishop, but something spoke to me and said, you're not 40. So I, I, I stayed where I was and I was sudden as I said, Lord, I need that anointing. I need, you know, that mantle. And there was a, the missionary to France was not too far from me. And he came to me and said, uh, Dieudonne, why you don't go? I said, well, uh, Brother Novaki, I missed it by three years. And 
he said, don't worry, the Lord knows. So he laid hands on me and he, he prayed for me. And that, I thought it was done. And I was like, wow, the Lord sent his servant to pray for me. Anyway, I got it. But the Lord was not done yet. You know, uh, we were praying and in the middle of our prayer, I just heard somebody uh, uh, praying, uh, uh, speaking behind me. And it was perfect Swahili. He said, Ubarikiwe Yesu, Usifiwe Yesu. I had goosebumps, I had chills in my body. And I was like, there must be some African behind me, but I didn't notice. How come I didn't notice? You know, I waited till prayer finished and uh, I, 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 I turned around because I wanted to see who's that person who's speaking Swahili here. And, and they were all white. So I said, probably, <laughs> probably he was a missionary. He traveled to, to Africa. You know, nowadays those things happen. Now, uh, uh, I look at the person behind me. I, I greet him. I say, hi. I say, have you been in Africa before? He said, no, I've never been in Africa. And I was like, man, I heard you speaking perfect Swahili. He look at me, he say, Swa, what? <laughs> he say, even if you would tell it to me, I wouldn't know what it is. You know, I start rejoicing in my heart. I say, the Lord knew exactly where I was and is confirming, hallelujah, is doing. Let me tell you, hallelujah, whatever God tell you, do it. Do it and let it be a blessing to you. Hallelujah. But if you step out of the order of God, you will see it happen, but it won't bring blessings to you. Hallelujah. And I know the Lord wants to fill somebody with his spirit in this place. Uh, 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 I'll, I'll close with, with this testimony. I'll close with this testimony. Uh, uh, I, I came to Canada in 1990. And it was 2011 before I traveled back to my country. Uh, I found God in Canada, you know. Uh, and most of us will come from Africa and stuff to look for a better life. But we have no idea what is a better life, really. Because the better life is what we will find in Jesus. And when you find Jesus, you find a better life. And uh, 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 a lot of them, I can see them nodding because they understand. When you come here, you realize that you're not really better off. You, maybe you have more financial, but it comes with more problem and more stress. Uh, uh, but if you find Jesus, that's where you have the real peace, the real uh, 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 life. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So uh, when I went back... Uh, 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 that's when the burden to, to, to bring back the word of God to my country uh, rose. Uh, but it was not just about my country. It was about my family also. So I start praying to God. I say, Lord, my, my mother and my father were still alive at that time. I said, Lord, I, I want you know, my, family, uh, my father and my mother to see my children. Uh, you know, uh, uh, it was... Um, Many years before we fulfilled that. And uh, in, we were preparing to go. And in 2015, uh, we were like ready to go financially. We were planning to go uh, in June uh, 2015. 
But in March 2015, my mother passed away. Uh, I was upset against God, honestly. I was uh, telling God, Lord, I, I serve you. I give you my best. And I didn't ask for that much. Just my parents to see my children. That's what I ask. How can you not give that to me? And I travel uh, for the funeral with my wife and we bury my mother. And the Lord kind of uh, uh, spoke to me and uh, I'm not upset against God anymore. So you, you could relax. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he did help me with that. But the thing is, I didn't understand everything the Lord was doing. Now, in 2016, uh, we were now able, because my father was still alive, and at that time was already 80. Uh, now, uh, one thing I have to tell you, my father and my mother were already baptized in Jesus' name. My mother was filled with the Holy Ghost, but my father was not. And he was already 80 years old. Uh, so we went back in June of 2016 with my four children, my wife, and uh, uh, we had only one plan. We were just doing Bible study everywhere. We'll get all the family together uh, in one uh, home and we'll teach Bible study. Uh, the Lord will fill people with the Holy Ghost and we'll do, we, we, we were doing it, we were doing that almost every other day or every three days. And uh, at the end of the trip, it was four days before we come back. We were at my brother's place, and uh, my father came that day. And uh, we uh, taught the Bible study, and the presence of God fell in the house. Seven people received the Holy Ghost that day. And uh, I remember one young man, my, my wife's cousin, was on the floor speaking in another tongue uh, as the spirits were really uh, uh, taking over. And I saw my father was sitting at the end of a, of a sofa, and he was there, and he was praying, and that night he was into it more than every other night. You know, I went to him, I wanted to pray for him, I said, Lord, fill him with the Holy Ghost. I put my hand on his shoulder, you know, I, am, I was raised African, and as an African, I never touched my father's head. I mean, uh, maybe some African one that will understand here. To just put your hand on your father's head, uh, it's not in our culture. Because he's always a superior. So I struggle with it. I put my hand on his shoulder. I pray for him. But uh, then I kind of move away a little bit looking for something. And then I look at my children, uh, my, my boys, I look at them and say, wait a minute. They were not raised as African. They are Canadian. <laughs> so I look at them and nod to them and say, <laughs> uh, they understood. They went over grandpa. They were all over him. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. That 80 years old man received the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking with another tongue. I'm telling you, we rejoiced and uh, we, 
you have to understand his background. He's coming from a, a lineage of a, 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 a tribal chief, and uh, a, a, and it was just a stronghold that was broken that that, that night. We rejoice and uh, we thank God. We thought it was done, but uh, it was not done yet. The Lord is amazing, and uh, I, I promise Him wherever I'll go preach I'll share that testimony uh, and uh, that was uh, uh, a few I think a week before we come we, we, we travel back now uh, on a, on a Saturday I was uh, in another part of the city doing Bible study and my father called me and he said um, I had a dream this night and I would like to share that dream with you because it's a very significant dream. I told him, no problem. Uh, uh, once we finish the Bible study, we're going to be on the way. And the Bible study was long. It was longer than we planned. And it was not really safe to move at night. So uh, uh, we decided to stay there and sleep that Saturday. So I called back my father, said, we cannot move anymore. It's a little bit late, but tomorrow when I come, uh, we were supposed to have service close to, to his house. So after service, we'll go eat outside and uh, you tell me the dream. And he was like, okay, fine, that perfect. I'll see you tomorrow. So we went to sleep. Uh, we wake up in the morning, sun, Sunday morning, preparing for, for church. We're already dressed up and ready to go when we receive a phone call. And uh, uh, my sister called and said, uh, Dad is not waking up. So uh, we said, rush him to the hospital. So we went to the hospital. When we get there, it's just to realize that he was already dead. Dad passed away. So uh, it, it, it was... A sad moment for, for all of us. Uh, we start planning the funeral and what we're going to do, uh, all the families here. And uh, after everything was done, we went to the house and tried to come up with a program uh, for the funeral. Then my sister came to me and she said to me, she said, Daddy told me a dream that he had. Because I was feeling guilty. I said, why I didn't just ask him to tell me the dream? And she said, Daddy told me the dream that he had. And I think I need to share that with you. I, I, I had a relief in my spirit. I was like, phew, you tell me, sister. And she said, Daddy told her that he was uh, dreaming that he was going to a meeting. And when he get to the place of meeting, he entered the room. And as he entered the room, he looked back behind him. And he saw his body laying down outside. And he said he started being afraid. He said, what is going on? And the people who welcomed him in that room told him this. They said, don't worry about that. That is just a, a physical body. What you have received, it's a real life. And where you are going, we're going to give you another body that is better than that one. I'm telling you folks. This Holy Ghost is real. This Holy Ghost is the real life. I had the dream the night before and the following night he was going to the meeting. You know, all sadness 
was gone. My children, they were sad because grandpa passed away. But uh, 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 Bishop, we didn't have a funeral. We had a celebration because the Lord allowed us to know exactly where he was going. Uh, and uh, it was, uh, uh, and he said, he woke up in the morning, he sat up on his bed and he was scratching his head. What did I receive? What did I receive? And he says something just spoke out of him. He said, the Holy Ghost. And he rejoiced. I'm telling you, this Holy Ghost is here right now. And if you didn't have it yet, you will receive it because the Lord is willing to give it to whosoever will. Can we all stand? Hallelujah. <clears throat> Hallelujah. I am standing before you with, without a shadow of doubt that if you are here in this place and you haven't received the Holy Ghost yet, yet with the evidence of speaking in another tongue, you could receive it tonight, today, this morning. It wouldn't take five minutes. It wouldn't take two minutes. Uh, Bishop, uh, uh, the last trip we had in the Congo, it was amazing. People would come. We were baptizing uh, 25 people. They would come and we would ask them, uh, do you want to receive the Holy Ghost? And they would be like, yes. And, uh, 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 and then we'll say, how bad do you want it? I really, I really want it. You think how long you, it's going to take? Uh, they would be like, uh, I don't know. I say, well, you think it's going to take five minutes? They say, well, he can give it to me in five minutes. What about one minute? Yes. And then in zero seconds, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost as the Spirit gave them the utterance. He's uh, wanting. He's wanting. Hallelujah. To fill somebody today. He's wanting to remove the curse of Babel out of your life and give you the blessing of Pentecost. Hallelujah. Today. Today. Not tomorrow. Not tonight, but this morning. This morning. Can we just close our eyes for a moment? You know, I believe we are left on the first of this earth to preach the gospel. And the gospel is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Christ. And there is no other way to get to heaven outside the gospel we identify ourselves with his death through repentance and nothing will happen if we don't repent so if we could just for a moment speak to him open our heart and you know come humbly before him and confess our weakness our shortcoming and tell him Lord forgive me today Lord, we thank you, Father, for the privilege of standing before your people. We thank you, Lord, for the spirit that we're feeling strongly and madly in this place. Lord, we know we are not worthy. But it's through your sacrifice that we can feel what we're feeling in this place. Thank you for the sacrifice you endured upon the cross. But here we are, Lord, with our shortcomings our failure we ask humbly that you seek to forgive us and oh Jesus receive us today in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name 
And let me tell you this, he knows exactly where you are. And this Holy Ghost is not depending on what you did or what you didn't do. Depending on what he did for you. But you just have to receive it and accept it. We identify ourselves with his death through repentance. But we identify ourselves through his, to his uh, uh, burial by baptism. And if you are here today, you're not baptized yet in Jesus' name. You could be baptized in his wonderful name. Clean all, our, all your sins and start a new life. Forgetting everything behind. Just have a start fresh. And if you are here today and you, you're not filled with the Holy Ghost... If you will just uh, show your, your faith and your belief by stepping out of where you are and coming here, uh, the altar, if it's appropriate, uh, 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 the Lord will fill you with His Spirit. With His Spirit. Hallelujah. Church, shall we raise our voice and create that atmosphere where He operates? And if anybody here is wanting to receive the Holy Ghost, this altar is open. Hallelujah. That the greatest miracle the Lord will ever do in your life. He can heal your body today. And you can fall sick again tomorrow and die. He can provide for your needs, but tomorrow you'll face other needs. But when He fills you with His Spirit, that the only thing that can go beyond the tomb beyond this life hallelujah Jesus hallelujah Jesus hallelujah Jesus hallelujah in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus hallelujah Jesus Hallelujah. If that, that is all right, if we could gather, we could gather together. Hallelujah. At this altar and let God do his work within us today. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. The Lord is desiring to fill you today. He's desiring to fill you today. Hallelujah. If I was you, I'll never, I, I wouldn't leave this place without this spirit. Hallelujah.